Hi, it's Dana, and this is the Summer Body Talks Podcast. Okay, so today I have Tony with me, and I've known you, Tony. I don't remember actually the exact how it happened, but I remember that I heard about you when I came to Norway. I think it was probably from Connie, and I heard like, Tony, she's the Norwegian fascia queen, and I was just uh, thinking I, I have to meet her. Like, I always really like to meet her. colleagues of mine and people that do common work in a way just to have connection and be inspired and and you were also I I'm you are my 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 therapist here you're my body worker you're the one I go to receive sessions whenever we meet and have the opportunity to do so and um, so I w- I was really I'm really happy to have you here and um, I was really like you were on my must must go list whoever I want really to have a conversation here with you so thank you for agreeing to participate you're welcome <laughs> and uh, why won't you like uh, introduce yourself a little bit so people can know yeah so where to start really uh, I was thinking today um, about my um, My beginning of life um, so what do I remember from my beginning of entering into this world and um, I have this uh, memory of being in my crib and uh, not having um, there was no people there it was me and my connection to to the universe actually It was my um, dialogue or conversation with uh, with the stars and the universe so this is my first memory and um, you know as we go along as I went along grew up um, all these layers of uh, of uh, whatever uh, family um, culture, learning um, you know habits all those things that I was uh, exposed to in my family and in in, in society has been overlayers of of that in a way of mm. having that connection mm. so um, you know through my life it's been a longing to to come back like I think for you all people that we long for something some connection where we feel at home and that we have resonance so my um, my way through life has been uh, about uh, retrieving that somehow so I I've engaged myself in working through the body with the body and with my own body to 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 find the re- that resource mm. that I knew was there but really hard to find because there wasn't anything outside of me that could 
tell me anything about it. So it was a hard way, you know. So I can remember I told him, my, my father said to me when I was like 10 or 12, he said like, you have to become somebody. You have to get an education and become somebody. And I said, well, I am somebody. Mm. But it was that, that, you know, how to find the somebody that I was, that I am. And um, so my trainings has been about, uh, you know, uncovering and, and peeling the layers of, of that. So, um, so I went through uh, all kinds of meditative and yoga traditions and, um, and starting also to work with body therapy and different kinds of ways of working with the body, uh, with other people's body and with my own. So I, I was trained um, a reflexologist, um, working with something called polarity therapy, mm. which is also has to do with uh, food and movement and, you know, treatment and 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 um, and then I found um, massage that I also was really uh, felt where I could communicate through through that medium of touching the body um, bodies and having this uh, other way of communicating. Um, mm. And then. Um, yeah, so it was like I was like sniffing the route, sniffing the path that I was on. And I, I didn't know where I was going, but I got, you know, information through reading or listening or having body work on myself and feeling the effect of that. And um, yeah, so it was um, it's been a journey and it's still going on yeah it's it's not like something that stopped but it's like parts of things uh, on my way that i had to um explore and and dive into mm. like golfing uh like psychodrama um like um breath work mm. dreams you know all the things that um not all the things, but many things. Yeah, that yeah. has body and uh, and and whatever is living in us, you know. Mm. Uh, so the last um, thing that I found was continuum. Yeah, um, um, a method that Emily Conrad um, developed through forty years, and uh, that is somehow it's wide and open enough for me that um, it changed the relationship to everything else that I already had in my uh, my bag uh, mm. or in my toolbox. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. Yeah. And I can say that, uh, like, from from working with you, like, I know, experiencing you also in private sessions and also in, in class, in movement uh, um, work, then that it all, in a way, comes into your teachings or your sessions, all these different experiences, and it comes with you. It's really, yeah, it's really beautiful 
to experience that actually. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I feel like it's a it's a kind of uh, thing that I carry, uh, and I realized, you know, lately that I don't have to do so much. It's there, and it's like an allowance for people to be able to experience themselves. Mm. You know, because I can hold a space um, without fear or without accusation, without the um, the intention of something specific for that person. Mm. So that there is a like entering into into one's own um what do you call it a nature or a landscape yes landscape. yeah yeah and like we we mentioned a little bit before we hit the record button that like the body is not a fixed thing is is not a static thing it's actually very dynamic it's very alive it's very constantly moving and and uh, growing and evolving absolutely and i'm thinking in the in these times that we are living in where um it's like we tighten the container of our a way of moving thinking uh breathing mm. it's like we really have we are we are drawn into something and uh we can't use the old ways of uh, of acting or m- moving in moving. a way. Yeah, or, yeah, 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 yeah. It it so forced us to no. to stay in one place or to be in our home or to wear masks or to yeah to keep two meter apart or yeah yeah all those things and and. And I'm thinking, you know, the body has a tremendous capacity for change and adaptability. And it's about how I meet it. You know, how do I meet this thing? So I can look at it as as a a way of restriction for me that I can do what I want, but I can also look at it to say, okay, so what, how does this feel for me? Mm. How can I move within this, uh, in this particular context or or con- um, uh, container? consequence? Yeah, yeah. Because it's it's like, I mean, if we go back to how we were shaped in the first place, you know, it's uh, when the egg and the sperm meet. There is this two so different qualities of like the egg being um, something that need to be moved. Mm. It doesn't move by itself. It needs to be propelled. Mm. Wow, Um, I never thought about it that way. It's beautiful, yeah? Yeah, so it's, it's it's the little hairs, the follicles, they, they sort of move that egg mm. and it's it doesn't it's been there since i mean like you were in the belly of your mother so they were shaped so long ago so it's like that quality of of being stillness yeah stillness. and then you have the sperm that as it lives like 
just some days, you know, it's like so intense, spontaneous and, and, and moving, searching. So it's those two qualities come together mm. and something new is, is created in that moment. It's the two qualities dissolve. They need to dissolve to, for the, for the new to, to, to come into life. Uh, creation and and all of that creation is happening inside the cell you know so it's the movement of that that starts to divide that cell mm. but it's a container so it's a complexity happens within a container that is is quite distinct mm -hmm. it's quite um, what do you call it? Uh, sorry, I'm I'm looking for words. Yeah, so, it's okay. Uh, it's it's quite it's not big. It's it's very contained in that in that container. Mm -hmm. But it's pushing against that container that creates uh, um, the movement. Because if there was no container, it would just spread out and nothing would happen would dissipate it's it's really it's really taking me to what you said what we started from about this this world situation we are in and the restriction and the container in a way we got ourselves into which in in i don't know in everyday life without this situation we would continue with our outer movements i know about myself for example i used to fly every two months before the pandemic and uh, since the since uh, February last year, I I I didn't move anywhere. I'm here in my home, and uh, and then we are in a way, our inner movement didn't stop. Yeah. We just don't have so much outer movement, but our inner movement didn't stop, and even maybe it got like like the volume went up in it, mm. in some ways, right? Yeah, so it's in the the smaller con in the micro and also in the micro. So it's it's both. It's happening a more. Um, it's happening uh, in both places, you know, in society also. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have an opportunity anyway to do that we have an opportunity to really change our ways so that you know the air can we can breathe the air more freely there's not so much pollution it's a way of thinking that uh, needs to come about it's a it's a consciousness of of, of those principles in a way you know my body is also um we are made of star organism in organism yeah yes. yeah 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 so, it's really so interesting because in the last week i think i heard few times from uh, from clients and also from neighbors about like this sentence i didn't go back and what they mean is like i didn't go back to what i was 
And when I think about it, I didn't go back to what I was before the pregnancy, before the birth, before the injury, before I got older. Before, And every time it's like it really, um, I really thought about it this week that like, what is this thing that we want to go back to something? Like life doesn't work like that. It's kind of like... Um, it's kind of funny even like if I look on my daughter and I think, oh, she didn't go back to how she was when she was born or when she was in the womb. Obviously, she would not get back. So why we think on ourselves like we need to go back to something we were before. And in a way, it's true, I think, also on this world situation in many ways. You know, it's um, I think some of, of that is going back to something that I felt like was safe for me, mm. that was mm. not um, going into the unknown. Mm. Something familiar, yeah. Yeah, something familiar. Uh, you know, people also are literal about it, I think. But also, it, uh, uh, you know, further under that, it's, it's a, how can I be safe in this kind of change? Mm. You know, and and if my my safety is outside of me, if I relate to something that I need to be outside of me to be safe, like you know that I go to my work and, and every day or whatever it is that I do that makes me feel safe and secure, and uh, uh, if that is taken away from my inside if my relation is on the outside then it's hard when that changes when that dissipates when that dissolves when i cannot longer lean on to that so how can i um how can i find that space that thing inside of me that i can um lean on to mm. in myself find mm. my Sources. Mm. So I think that is in this time is really, you know, having some tools to uh, to help myself to come back to that and not being um, uh, blown away by the wind of COVID or whatever. Whatever, you yeah. Know? yeah. That is happening. Um, I think it's. Um, but we, we need to go through the dissolve and, and doing that uh, is really difficult and it's hard and it's uncomfortable, but it also can be joyous and, and creative and uh, exciting, exciting. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and hopeful, you know, all those things that I, it's like spring in a way where, when I take away all the old leaves underneath, there is the the sprouts of the leaks that's in the ground or what is there that starts to, you know, come up again. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Mm. And so, so having uh, some kind of 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 um, toolbox, I think, is good. You know. So what's like uh, what what do you, what what do you have what do you do what is in your toolbox that you 
that support you maybe it can support other people as well yeah um well i i use i try to um yeah so what do i use hmm. sometimes when i sit outside for example um i i try to take the nature in hmm. i try to you know move with the leaves or the the trees or letting myself become something else that i than i am and and also letting myself be seen from the nature let the nature see me mm. you know making myself seen so i have different kinds of ways of of um you know changing a perspective or changing a focus um, that is good for me mm. and also feeling myself not just in my body my not I'm, my body is also in a space in a, a context and uh, so trying to relate to that um, and see that the effect it does yeah uh, and I also use continuum is the way for me to to um, to dissolve some of my habitual, my cultural overlays. You know, becoming more fluid. Like, you know, um, I still have in me that fluidity that. I had when I was a baby, when I was being created, you know, so coming back to something that was before everything and, um, and like allowing myself to, to, um, to be in that. Mm. I mean, there's a memory in us. Yeah. We are, I mean, we are millions of years of development. So there is also in me remembrance of some of those times or shapes, uh, you know, that that my evolution has gone through. Yeah. And it's also not like I'm a, a, a finished project. No, there there is. There is an embryologist from uh, the Netherlands. Uh, I don't remember his name at the moment. Yap something. Von Dijk. Yes, I know. Yeah, you know him. So he say, he. I really like hearing him. He has this really, yeah, he also bring embryology and fascia and spirituality. And he's like really, he's a really interesting person. But he talks about how, embryology we all the time think about it as something that happened in the womb like there is a development of a fetus and once you're out it's done and he calls constantly saying no embryology actually continue throughout our whole life it's never ending process and and i'm also like thinking from what you said about the how we change how our ability to change perception or uh, or um 
um, reorient in a way regarding our our habitual selves and how do we how do we do it you know like it's so um it's so hard it's it's a big challenge i see in my in my practice people uh, it's really hard for people to grasp that like uh, yeah yeah so it's i think a lot of what i'm doing uh, with uh, together with people is to teach them new ways of of thinking and and having perspective of of their own body just like feeling that something can melt and and something that was hard and and not moving can with me working they working on their mental images with uh, metaphors how that can in an instant become fluid mm. and they can feel it it's very distinct it's very specific feeling and they feel it and it's and it's amazing for somebody to feel that oh i never thought about my body is filled with fluids mm. No, 70, 75% is fluid within my skin. Yeah. And so what kind of possibilities is really, there, you know? Yes, really. Yeah, this is, this is amazing fact to me because, you know, we look on all these rigidity and strong posters and out there and like, where are these like 70% fluid? It's quite a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I think it has to do. So here there's an aspect that I think is very important. And that is, where do I focus my attention? Mm. I feel my hurt and my pain and my stiffness and my, uh, my grieving and my, you know, it takes such a, a big space in uh, how it sort of comes up to me yeah. uh, in the front of everything. So uh, instead, not instead, uh, there together is with, I would that, say, yeah, <laughs> there is like, okay, that's the surface. Let's dive under the surface and, and, um, be interested in what that feels like so it's the felt sense of that what i call it yeah so how does my body know that this is sadness for example how does my body know that uh, this is painful so how, what i mean there's a, there's several layers it has to come into cognition before right. I can call it anything. And what happened before that? So how can I go into the felt sense of that and teach that to people so that I'm not, I don't have to be oriented around my story of things. I can go into what that feels like for me. And that does something um so it's again it's about using my attention to 
to shed the light on something else. Yeah. Um, and see what happens. Yeah. Because it's an exploration, an yeah. inquiry that yeah. I'm on. It's, I don't know what is there. It's, but can I let myself be fascinated, interested, engaged in that instead of having to hold on to my story of um, family, history, grief, disappointments, pain, whatever, you know? Yeah. yeah. And see what happens because I don't really know. Yeah. Our culture is so prone on thinking in linear ways. So there has to be like a project or an answer or a, the body doesn't function like that. No, no, it doesn't. Yeah. Even parts of my brain don't, you yeah. know, it's like the quantum. It's like in all kinds of directions. So can yeah. my, my breathing become like 360 degrees? Can my thinking, can my perception be that? Um, that's a big, uh, that's a big wide question, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I think it even, you know? So it's, you know, uh, I'm thinking when, when we as the white folks came over to, to conquer lands in, you know, South America or Central America or whatever. So when they came with their boats and all their equipment, how did the, the natives see that? Because if I don't have a pattern to understand what I'm seeing. I don't know what a boat is. I don't know what a boat, like a ship. Yes. Are, or a cannon or, you know, so for me, it's how can I, uh, so it's the same with myself, you know, how can I, start to uh, notice the things that I don't notice, that I don't know yet. You know, it's... Uh, yeah, it's fascinating. it's fascinating. And I and I also see, you know, it's a big... Um, I see it in the, in the practice. It's really big. Uh, how can I grasp this limbic somatic reality with my front lobe <laughs> that is so linear and i see and i see it in the in the practice a lot people trying to figure out with their brains their way out of pain or from their struggles and um and it just like you said, like the body doesn't work like that. We cannot come with our front lobe strategies into the body and think it's going to work. It's, it doesn't work like that. No. So to get to, to find um, as even a solution or a, as some kind of strategy, I think we need to go outside that def defined box. And, and that's, um, and I think maybe what's happening in the world sort of helps us to do that, you know, mm -hmm. forced to do it. We didn't do it voluntarily. And, and that's how we are. We human beings, we are, if it's too painful, we don't do it voluntarily. Yeah. 
don't go there because it's too much sacrifice. I mean, now I'm talking about the Western world. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, I'm us in, in the Western world because it's different. The bodies are different in other places where they have all kinds of different uh, uh, what do you uh, what do you call it um, a different context that they yeah. live in. Yeah. Uh, so um, yeah, just to be clear on that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I see. We we in the Western world, we are yeah, we are a little bit. Um, you know, we are very comfortable. Yes. So it's hard for us to to get out of that. Like it's like I I see it like a, like a super comfortable sofa. You are just in, and you're not going to come out of it in order to say to sit on a wooden chair or or to be standing in the corner. Yeah. And yeah, sometimes the sofa need to get broken or something like this in order for us to move. Yeah. Uh, I come back to a book that I read many years ago. Uh, it's called The Watchman's Rattle. A woman called Rebecca Costas has written the book. And there were so many things in that book that sort of put things into place uh in, in a very particular way and she said also uh, this you know that civilizations have have gone under because the people there couldn't find uh solutions to the problems they would rely on old solutions for the new problems and she called it like a cognitive threshold that that is um it's hard for us to when the, when the the complexity of the problem is too big and we it's like our brain shuts down because it can't hold that complexity um and so we go back to what we used to do because that used to help before but then she said like civilizations went under because of it because they couldn't find the solutions new solutions to the problem and in many places the the problem was around water having mm -hmm. enough water and she was in um, in california and they have a real huge water problem you know there mm -hmm. uh so but um yeah so it was really interesting to and, and then she would go into talking about uh, what those things were that was an obstacle for us to uh, to find this new way ways. Yes. So very interesting. And um, yeah, so in old days, the watchman went around with his rattle when there was something um that was um a threat <laughs> going around because there was no internet there was no alarms or the he went around with this rattle and people would know that there is something going on we need to be aware and figure out what's the danger you know um yeah so she was she wrote that book we still like, have one like this inside <laughs> yeah <laughs> There is still one like this inside, yeah. Mm. Yeah, and I think that, you know, when, when we um, need to find uh, 
new ways in a way when we are with that we need to access um flexibility and creativity and ability like you said in the beginning the this fluidity that is able to to like a river that is finding new ways to to pass when it's needed yeah so it's um like so many things of of that i found in continuum really uh, a way of working with with my own fluids to activate my own fluids through very simple um tools really mm. and uh, amazing things showed itself through that for me mm. um things that i I never thought was, you know, it could, could be there. I mean, I know, but it's the thing, you know, we know so much. The but experience. Yeah. So it's outside of us. We know a lot about water, you know, how, when water goes down, when it, it's in a, a fall, then it creates electricity. Mm. You know, that's how, what runs our world very much our computer, our stove, you know, everything that we have is, is run by electricity very much. And um, so from knowing that, uh, how do I apply that to myself, to my body, which is filled with water? How can I activate the, the water through those principles? Mm. We don't take it home. So that's that's this thing about uh, we um, we divide things up um, from outside inside. Mm -hmm. So I don't think that it has something to do with me, really. Yeah, I don't know how to apply it, how to embody it, how to yeah. Yes. So, so it's that, so making that bridge, making that leap, uh, or building that bridge or that, um, that connection, I think will help us tremendously to know that, like in the, in medicine, for example, they, I'm sure I'm saying something that will upset people, but I'm, this is my thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> Like we take uh, we take the stem cells out. We we uh, grow them and then we put them back in. I mean, but we have undifferentiated cells in our bodies. Like this guy, this Dutch guy says, the embryology is still happening in us. So yeah. how can I then um, connect to that part of me that is still uh has that um quality how can i uh use that for healing for uh development for well-being uh for resources that i need um so that we don't have to take everything out mm. to do we have that ability you mm. know to call our undifferentiated cells to where they are needed 
you know so it, it's it's all these questions and um as we know all the cells in the body are um changed i think it takes like seven years seven years yeah. yeah seven years that all the the cells in our body are changing or yeah. renewal yeah yeah so when i think of that why do i still have the same hurts and aches and you know discomforts or problems in my body you know so 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 i think we need to be more curious and put a question mark at things and um not so much to in a linear way have a, a, a like the answer but you know having the question i think is so important mm. being curious about that so so if my cells are born into my, the same context as the one that dies the same information is in that in that environment it will take up the same information yeah. that the other one had yeah and so how do i then change the environment for that cell to have something new to to evolve or to to heal or to i don't know what is yeah. needed yeah in, yeah yeah, but that really required, you know, I know this from the experience of living in different countries, this experience of, and it, and it was, and it's very different in my experience from traveling than really living. It's really something completely new happened in my system in this, uh, in this experience. And, um, and it really it takes a leap. It takes the need to change environment sometime in order to reconnect with that. And sometimes it's yeah. a minor change. Sometimes it's a big change. Mm. To even like uh, grasp. I remember a, a colleague of mine that she was um, a year ago, she was moving to Finland for one year from the work of her husband. And I tried to communicate with her and let her know about the changes in the nervous system she's going to experience and of course each individual experience it differently but I think there is a big difference when you live in Scandinavia in the nervous system it's very very different and um, and she was really not of course she couldn't grasp what I'm saying to her and then when she landed all these things started to come to come out and um so yeah so i think that there are different things that we can experience only by experience we cannot grasp it until knowing it is not enough it's uh, there is another level of really experiencing things and allowing different experiences a different environment sometimes to, yeah. to really yeah to move in new ways in our body we started with our how we move in this uh, world pandemic situation, how different environment or, or circumstance make us move different. And I think this is part of that. It is. And, and when I'm, um, this is a very important thing, I think. And also uh, when I talk about environment, I'm thinking, you know, the, 
the actual circumstance of that cell inside that fluid. So what's in what kind of information is in that fluid that surrounds that cell that is being born. So it's in that little tiny place and it's in the society in the world. Yeah, I mean, like, now we know that the world is connected in a whole different way than what they thought thought about it, like maybe a 100 years ago, right, you know, mm. so it's all that really um, expansion of consciousness and awareness that um, um, I always used to say, well, I hope when I die, you know, I can, I can look down if there's a down, I don't know, it's, you know, <laughs> look at the world and, and see a perspective that I didn't know that existed to just, but what do I know, you know, um, it's like having the perspective of the eagle or the, the star you know um looking down at mm, on uh, things yeah. Mm. yeah how they are connected and from that perspective mm. but who knows i don't know what happens you know it's <laughs> exciting also it's yeah. like peter pan said in that kids movie he said in the end there he was on lying on the deck of that ship from captain Hook. i don't know yeah Hook. yeah and he was going to you know finally i'm gonna you know i got you and then peter pan says oh dying what an adventure that will be <laughs> and of course by the time the crocodile came and uh, took Captain Crook. <laughs> but it's, yeah, what do I know? I yeah, mean, what do we know? Yeah, what do we know? So that is something, I mean, I've been talking a lot now, but what do I know? That's, that's what I find the more I um, live, maybe. Lean into the, that, lean in. Yeah. The older I get and the more experience mm. I have is it's like, gosh, I know so little in a way. There is like this thing of uh, being, uh, um, what do you call it? Uh, being humble to the thought of me not knowing so much really. Yes. Yeah. Mm, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I feel my work is like I need to f um, stay open and available somehow when I work with people. Yeah. I, because I don't really know what's best for them. That's a big thing, you know. That's a really big thing because I find I, I was just saying it to a client this morning. He was saying something about like me knowing. And I told him, Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm I don't know about you. I'm we are exploring. 
Yeah. I don't know how we're going to do this exercise, how it's going to affect you, what you're going to feel, what you're going to experience, but we are here to explore it. We are, this is the space you're talking about, but the, yeah, the projection of like, you know, because I come to you to get my solution for something. <laughs> yeah. Mm, that's a big one. It is a big one. And I mean, I used to be so certain of, yeah, and sure of certain things, you know, when I was younger. And um, yeah, I've been, I've been moved to, you know, in different ways to, <laughs> to uh, let go of that. Mm. Uh, so, and but it's really interesting to, um, to be in this space and be in this place and I'm um, I'm fortunate to live on the countryside so I can sort of lean into the space and the air and the the water and the mountains and the nature where I am and and um, yeah let that dissolve more and more and for me when the world quieted down it was like a big relief mm. and now I don't have there are things I don't have to do anymore mm. <laughs> you know so it was really nice mm. uh, but I've been lucky I could work of course yeah uh, many people are experiencing really tough times right and but you so, mentioned something very 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 uh, good that maybe we can like uh, start to wrapping it up with that because I feel that if we look outside ourselves to nature and in nature we see this vitality this constant change the 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 weather is different every day and the season transition and it affects the trees and it affects the animal life and like everything is being affected by this movement and it's a bit um how i would say it in, in a nice way it's a bit like a, a bit stupid of us humans to think that we are any different from that yeah. and you talked about the connection with nature and like and i think that this is a very big um it's a very, very big foundation we can start to relate from. Absolutely. I agree so much. And we've lost a little bit of that connection, uh, particularly in uh, where we live, because most of it is outside. You know, it's, it's production and it's... Uh, um, work and it's like everything that is taking us away yeah from that connection we need yeah. to reconnect and i think that reconnection is also reconnecting to that part of ourselves right mm. right mm. Mm. yeah mm. Thank you, Tony. You're welcome. That hour oh, went fast. It's such a it's such a pleasure, and um, yeah, I, it's it. 
I, I feel it happens a lot in the somatic field that I talk with people and it always go to such a vast and beautiful places. And, uh, and I think this is also part of what we talked about, this curiosity and now unknownness. Like uh, I can share with everybody who listen as well that we had a, a general theme, but we just like in a way allow this conversation to just organically unfold. Yeah. And, and I think that this is like a big, um, yeah, just like a, that that's what's in a way what we mean you know is allowing to go to this unknownness and to just yeah move with it move with yeah see what wants to surface and uh, because there's the movement of creation is is that it's the forming of the unknown and well, I need to be willing to let go of my, um, you know, ways of thinking about things then. Yeah. Or moving with things or breathing with things. And yeah. Mm. So yeah, good wrapping up. Yes. Yes. And we will. Uh, I will uh, put under your episode. Your episode. I will put uh, links for people. Whoever wants to find you, you're doing a continuum workshops and retreats that I would love one day to join. And uh, yeah, you know, these days we are just waiting out. We are yeah. hanging in there and waiting, like everybody else, uh, until. You know, there is an opening for us to meet again. Right. Uh, yeah. Right. But it's, uh, it's in the air. Yeah. In the field. Mm. Thank you. Um, thank you very much. Me. Yeah, thank you for uh, jumping in and uh, accepting the invitation. Mm. Absolutely.